It's time for Quarantine Cabaret Cocktails with Robert Bannon and Lee Lessig. We're back. Hey, Robert. <laughs> How are you? Hi, Lee. How are you? It, it, it is Thursday. How are you doing? What's going on? It's another Thursday messy, messy show. <laughs> turn, turn off the radio. I I'm, I'm apologize. I'm elderly, Lee. I'm trying to be with the times. You know how hard it is? Everything is so virtual. I apologize. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. How was your week? Good? It was so, it was very entertaining and exciting. I, 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 I did my hair and took a shower for today's show, and that was about the extent That's of my big. excitement. That's <laughs> big. How about you? Um, I, had a, I had a good week, you know, I mean, I'm amazed at how quickly the days pass by, given that we're not doing all that much, but yeah. You can get stuck and doing something and you keep yourself busy and you don't even realize it. I know, I, I baked another apple pie and oh, I baked these um, oatmeal blueberry almond flour muffins which I had to bake twice because the first batch, they're like, they make six like jumbo muffins and Phaedra, my baby golden, um, enjoyed the first four and left me two, which was kind. And uh, so then, I had to make, <laughs> then I had to make a second batch as well, you do. The, the biggest issue that Lee was saying before we went live on the show today is that he's down to his last bottle of Sarah Jessica Parker and oh, Diesel Lines. My God, people. You know, if you've been watching, I'm dying to, to meet Sarah Jessica Parker because she has made she has made this um, fantastic Sauvignon Blanc called In Vivo X by Sarah Jessica Parker. So if anyone knows her, please put us together because I want her to be a sponsor of our show. And basically that means to keep my wine cellar full. Well, cheers, Lee, to week three here. I, can you believe it? Cheers. Week three. This is my Scorpio glass because I'm a Halloween baby. So I'm oh one of those God. evil Scorpios. I have a Pisces. Can I, I just a, say? I have, a, I have a Pisces glass for you, Lee. Oh, thank you. Can I just say, because I'm so excited, <laughs> that next week for the full show, our guest is going to be Laura Bell Bundy. She was the star of... Legally Blonde on Broadway, and she just did an amazing production of Sweet Charity uh, here. Um, and um, she's on so many TV shows, I can't even name them all. Yeah, um, Tony nominee, Tony nominee, country yeah. music star. She's amazing. So I'm very excited, and she's so fun. She's just super fun. So, um, okay. Um, I mentioned last week that tomorrow I was launching a new project. Um, um, I don't know how many of you know about it, but 15 years ago, I released a duets album where I recorded with 17 other artists. And that project was called In Good Company. And a couple weeks back, um, we were walking the dogs and I got a text from a good friend of mine in New York, Beth, and she said, I just wanted to check in on you and Mark, and um, I hope you're doing well. I've been listening to your albums a lot this week, particularly your duets album, and I just wanted to tell you that it has brought me such a great sense of calm in a time that I'm filled with anxiety. 
And so I shared the text with Mark and I was like, that is so sweet. And he said, you know, you should maybe think of a way to like re-release this because when you released this album, there was no social media. So I was trying to figure out the best way to do that, how to reconnect with these artists. And so what we are doing is each week, we're gonna release, re-release one track, um, but we're gonna do it with um, a quick little interview with the artist that we filmed on Zoom and then they edited it all together. And it's called In Good Company Reunion. And tomorrow we launch the first one, which is a duet that I did with the incredible Anne Hampton Calloway of a song that she wrote called Bring Back Romance. So I'm just gonna, you guys get to see it first before we post it or anything. So here goes nothing. Anne and I met in 1992, I think it was May, on one of the very first RSVP gay cruises. Anne was the headliner, I was in the lounge, and Harvey Firestein was the celebrity host. I think I learned line dancing from Harvey Firestein. Right? I can't <laughs> believe your memory is so perfect. 1992 and we look the same. I always loved this song. It just put me in a mood, always, whenever I heard it in such a peaceful, hopeful, warm, fuzzy place. And so to me, it just made perfect sense for it to become a conversation of two like-minded souls. I wanted to do something that was sort of sexy and uh, romantic about a subject that has really haunted me my, my whole life. And I think that's because I believe in past lives. And when I was born, the world was not the romantic place that I thought it should be. And I wanted to put into words what I wished the world would be like. And so I wrote about all the different things that I wanted to experience that I wasn't experiencing and try to create images that would evoke possibilities and, and sort of rekindle something that's even disappeared more since I wrote the song, uh, how people are virtually dating each other, not experiencing the beautiful slow unfoldment of the pleasures of getting to know someone slowly. and and finding the heightened anticipation leading to more and more closeness and, and excitement. It really still resonates strongly with me in terms of the beauty of these kinds of sensitivities and how, how we can all enjoy life more if we're open to the senses and we're open to each other on a much deeper level. I love that we're reintroducing uh, this song because I also think that one of the things that makes it a beautiful record is that you you see the beautiful connection you have with your musical friends. Even though I wrote it as a solo, it's nice to have a conversation with it that acknowledges that two people can long for the same thing. And when they right. finally actually say it to each other, then everything is possible. It's a very special moment for me. I loved singing with you, Lee, and I, I so love you as a person, and I'm so glad that, that your music is out there bringing joy to people all over. And hearing someone read me poetry Or holding hands watching an old movie And stealing
Give our blessings. May this CD be even more popular and more beloved. I love, I love that. I love that you're eating popcorn. That's what I love. I was, I was, I'm highly. I was watching the show. Firstly, Anne Hampton Calloway can sing her face off, and you guys she sound is. amazing together. So check that out. Well, thank you. I love her. Um, she's. She's been such a, an inspiration to me, musically, vocally, and she's just one of the best people on the planet. So I'm, yeah. Um, okay, we have a very, very big full show today. So, I know. So our first guests um, are dear friends of both of ours, but we didn't even know that when you and I met. We didn't know that. Um, no clue. No clue. Um, uh, Matt Gould and Griffin Matthews, they're husbands. And I actually met them at our really good, mutual good friends, Zach and Ali's engagement party. He's here somewhere. He's watching somewhere. I saw, yeah, I saw that Zach is here. Yeah. Hi, Zach. Anyway, hey, Zach. <laughs> hey, Ali. And so we didn't know many people there. Um, and so Mark and I were like standing by a tree stump as we generally do and uh and matt and griff walked in and i don't know there was just like immediate chemistry we were just really they were so interesting and so warm and and we spent the entire evening chatting with them and literally have been like dearest of friends ever since and um so and you i you uh I was going through a really big transition in my life that's going to be almost five years ago. And um, I saw an article in Theater Mania, which was talking about the up and coming playwrights of the year. And they mentioned the show that was playing in New York. And I went the next day and I bought a ticket. And I was so moved by the mastery of the music and the story that I, for the first and only time in my life, I tweeted Griffin Matthews. I didn't even have a picture in my profile. It was still like the default egg. There it is. Such an amazing story and show. It should be a dream. To, it would be a dream to be a part of something as brilliant as you have created. Congrats. And he wrote me back and said, it's all about making the dream a reality. And um, That's I the only time you've ever tweeted. Ever. Ever. <laughs> That's why I can never be president of the United States because I don't have that skill. So what happened was I, I tweeted him and uh, we ended up having a conversation about music and um a week later, I, I met Matt Gould and I met Griff at their place in New York, and um, they literally have changed my life. I promise them. Matt told me he probably doesn't want me to tell the story because he's so humble and sweet. Both of them are, and the most generous and kind people. So every camera I'm in front of, every show, every song I sing, everything I ever do in entertainment, I hadn't done anything for 10 years before that. And they uh, they encouraged me and opened up their world to me. They're the most generous, wow. kind, kind people. Yeah. I owe a lot to them both. Well, the show that you saw was called Invisible Thread. And then there was a production done here last year and um, it was called Witness Uganda. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll let them talk about that program, but basically they met uh, doing like missionary work or volunteer work in Uganda. And they, they happened upon a, a, a small group of young kids um, who didn't, have a place to go to school or anything. And they started this program and committed themselves 
to seeing that this group of kids, I, I don't know if it was five or 12 or he'll tell One us. One of them's watching. Esther's watching right now. Hi, oh, Esther. hi, Esther. She's been, <laughs> Esther's been to my house. Anyway, so they committed that they would put this group of kids all the way through college and raise the money to pay for it, which is incredible. Um, and they um, created a musical uh, called now Witness Uganda. I'm just gonna play a really quick um, clip of a music video that they did uh, from a, a song from the show called Beautiful. And then we'll bring, uh, then we'll bring them on. There's Matt. Oh, there's Matt. Matt, who is everybody? <laughs> Hi, you guys. Hey, Matt. It's so, Hi, Matt. I haven't watched that video in a long time. It oh makes me God. sad. I miss all those people. I miss that place. God on Well, high. they're all stars now. They're all big Broadway stars. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. If we cast you in something, you're going places. That's, that's for sure. That's, that's, I'm still in a closet. Know. I'm still in a you, closet, but yeah. all the kids are on Broadway. My God, Robert came out of the closet and you went back in. I'm in. What? I'm here. That's it. That's how it works. That's how it works. Come to my house. You'll fly. That's it. How are you guys doing? How are things out there in LA? Well, we're running a full daycare here in LA. We have a two-year-old who, uh, that's all we do. I, I don't know what else to say. And it, but it's crazy. I'll tell you this. I was telling Lee before, you know, in addition to all of our work in Uganda, we've also become foster parents, um, which has been the most wonderful joy of life. And right before this whole quarantine happened, we just had some good developments in court that sort of helped to, see, when you're a foster parent, you sort of don't know, like baby might go back. That's what you sign up for. That's what it's about. Um, and we were prepared to do that. But after a certain amount of time, you're like, I love this child. And if I have to say goodbye to this child, it's going to be a death. And um, and of course you're rooting for the the child's parents to to get where they need to get. In this case, it looks like this baby's going to stay with us for a very long, long time. Yay! In some ways, this quarantine has just been like joyful family time, even though it's exhausting. So if anybody out there has the antibodies against the coronavirus and wants to babysit, come on over. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready. Um, the videos you've been posting on your walks and you singing, you know, Old MacDonald, Oh, we should have we should have played that. Oh my God! Go fake Mac Gould. That's brilliant. That's where I'm at now. That is where I'm at. It's just it's children's songs, and that that's what. And how can we keep them interesting? Although our our child is not remotely interested, (laughs) which is why there's only me on camera right now, and Griff will, will will tag team with me at some point. But he will not. He is not having the music. He does not want to hear. Oh really? No, not interested. Well, but he seems to be like a style icon. Well, he is. De- I mean, he's definitely his foster father's son, not me. <laughs> foster father, which is, I mean, this is da- other daddy's closet. 
Um, oh, okay. Talk full of good stuff. But yeah, he, the only people that he wants to hear sing are, are Disney princesses. He's obsessed with Moana. It's just, it's that's it. Moana is it. Wow. If it ain't Moana, I don't want to hear it. So, <laughs> that's it. No Matt and Griff. No Matt you, Your show, uh, Lampika, is, is supposed to be coming to La Jolla Playhouse. It is absolutely stunning. Eden Espinosa sings her face off. You you wrote the most beautiful musical about the artist, Lampika. How how are you feeling about that, and how is it as the writer and someone who's been trying to put this out for years about what's going on in the world? I know it's minor compared to what people are going through, but it is your heart and soul in that show and the people that are employed by it. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't. I think theater is important. I think theater is very very important. It's why I write, and so. Uh, yes, there are definitely lives on the line right now, but I also think that uh, as as incredible as these opportunities are for us to connect sort of virtually like this, there is going to come a point when people are going to be starved for community. And so um, for that reason, for the reasons associated with, with a cast and crew of people who are not able to work, um, a whole industry of people who are not able to work, it's heartbreaking. Um, yeah. You know, you wait forever to have a show done and so, and Lempika will get done. And I believe that it is a show that's about our time. Um, and Carson, I should also just mention Carson Kreitzer is the woman that I wrote that show with, who's a beautiful, brilliant writer. Um, but it sucks, you know, it's like 10 years in the making and like no show, but we'll it'll get there. It'll get there. And we're not in the hospital, like on a ventilator. So like. Amen. We'll get there. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, I've gone so, to see it a couple of times. It's fantastic. Thank you. It's thank fantastic. So I remember the night that we all met at Zach and Allie's engagement party. And so and I didn't know who you were. I didn't know your history. And um, um, I think Zach mentioned that you were a composer. And I went home and, you know, YouTubed you and whatnot. And there's a song from Witness Uganda called Invisible Thread that you and uh, Griff recorded. And I literally had that on repeat for days. It's just one of those songs that was, it just connected with, I connected with it. And um, yeah, and I, I wanna share just a, a little snippet with the viewers, uh, but I urge you to, Spotify it or Apple Music or YouTube or whatever, because you should hear the whole thing. But this is this is what we got right now. There is a long invisible thread that wraps around my heart, wraps around your head. It tickles its creep when things go unsaid, and I can't Remember Young and Buff? Nope. 
No, it's so good to see you. I know you guys are like super, super busy running around after a two-year-old, but that's what we do. That's what you do. That's what you do. Dog babies, dogs, dogs babies, and house. Crazy, right? We got. That's what. Um, the, if you if you want to see about more of things that Matt and uh, Griffin wrote, they wrote a show called The Family Project, which is a song cycle about their families and and what is the modern American family. The music is beautiful and Whitney Shiganda. The the production you did at the Wallace, me and Lee were just talking that you did last year was stunning. Oh my Matt god! Really conducting it on stage and playing and the cast was absolutely beautiful to have you do your show the way that you guys always wanted. So it was moving. really a beautiful moving experience. Yeah. Well, that was, that's all Griffin's Griffin's vision. I think, I think sometimes, you know, in the theater, um, when, when writers, it's, my husband is a, is a, is an artist of color. And sometimes I think when we, when we play stories by artists of color in the hands of people who don't, come from that perspective or have that perspective they get watered down which is a little bit i think what happened to our story um sort of in in previous productions but i think griff really had a chance to tell it the way he wanted to tell it from the life that he's lived and i think that uh you know i i take every opportunity i can because i'm the the dad of a of a young person of color and i'm a husband of a man of color um, and so I take every opportunity I can to use my privilege to, as a white man, to say that we've got to give other people a chance to tell their stories because just there's such an unending array of opportunity out there. Wow. Absolutely. Thank you. Amen. Um, are, are you going to share some music with us today? Yes. You don't have no course. pressure. No, but I'm going to sing a song. Just a little, just a little. Yeah. I thought I was, I thought I'd do a Lempika Diddy because, um, oh, yes. Because we're not in rehearsal and the the world's falling apart and God damn it. <laughs> it's beautiful. All right. Thank Do you I so much, Matt. Do I start? Yes, please. Just to start. This is Woman Is. This is uh, a song that Tamara Del Lempica, a.k.a. Eden Espinosa, sings uh, in a moment when she has to decide um, whether she's willing to put it all on the line for her art and for her love. Woman is plain line form. Woman is plain color light. Woman is seed green shattered. Woman is powerful. Woman is shape breath form. Woman is bone muscle light. Woman is curve and shadow. Woman is beautiful. Black night, bodies and breath. I am alive. Black water, roll me another one. Tobacco and opium. I am on fire. Please let me blow the smoke into your open mouth here in the light. Woman is gone all night. 
sneak past the room where my daughter sleeps, sleeping child. Woman is flesh, kiss lifting. Woman is Raphael. Black night holding its breath. Are we alive? Black eyes falling fast into them. Tobacco and opium flicker match. Wow. <laughs> so good. Just a amazing. Just a amazing. <laughs> amazing. That song is going to be sung in audition rooms for millions of years. So sorry to the piano <laughs> players for that. <laughs> he doesn't write the music. That's right. <laughs> right? <laughs> you guys, do you have time? Do you have a few minutes to talk to Griff? Or we? I don't yeah. know. Let me. Yeah. Let me let sure. me text him. I'm gonna. We're gonna do the trade-off. Do you want to talk okay. about yourselves for a second, and I'll get him in? Absolutely. Here. Yeah. Okay. I love you both. Thank you for giving love, me the opportunity to share. Well, thank you okay. so much for singing for us and being here. We love you. Of course, he's Griffin is so much more fun than me. So, like, <laughs> the show's about to start. I'll be right back. <laughs> that is the most beautiful, beautiful song. The show is such a beautiful, touching story about how uh what love is and in, in, in a time of um it's it's stunning and eden i feel did you see how that works griffin matthews that was amazing how are you i was watching on the so i was in the kitchen on the i got the baby in the living room 
he's watching Sean the Sheep. I'm watching you two. I'm watching my husband. I'm back in the closet. Just like that. I, I love it. That's back in the closet. How are you doing? How's life quarantined in California? Oh, guys, it's hot and it's hard. That's what I'm going to tell you. It's hot and it's hard. My my, I have a, a very different perspective on daycare workers, teachers, stay-at-home moms and dads. I got a whole different life um, understanding of what they're doing. Um, so we have a two-year-old who is a teenager, and he he just turned two on March twenty-eighth. He is now telling us what he's not going to do, what he's not going to eat, what he doesn't want us to sing. That's what we're dealing with. So, wow, he's the sweetest, but it's tough. It's tough. He's a cutie. What in the last like I don't know six or eight months? It feels like um, your um, career, your especially your like TV career, has like skyrocketed because when I met you, I don't know three years ago. Is it three four years ago? Yeah. Yeah. I was um, unemployed. You were unemployed, <laughs> and then. Then I was like looking through Netflix and I saw that Dear White People and you were on it. I was You didn't even tell me. No. And now I notice you posting you're in New York, you're in Rome, you're and you're on this new HBO series called The Flight Attendant, which will right. premiere when? Ask Jesus, because no one now knows. Well, he's our next guest, so ask, we'll get back ask to your you. next guest. He'll let you, you guys know. share a birthday. Yeah. I... <laughs> wow, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I really, I, I love nothing more than when really good things happen to really good people. So Thank you. I appreciate. Yeah. That. No, it's been a, it's been a very, look, the life of performers as you both know it is like this and some most of the time people are unemployed that's actually what the reality of being an actor or a writer in this business most of the time you're in a closet <laughs> talking to your friends <laughs> that's how it is so um so yeah it, it was a crazy experience to get to be on dear white people and the flight attendant at the same time um, but as you know, the industry is shut down indefinitely. We were filming in New York, the flight attendant. We were filming, we were on episode six out of eight and we were halted. So we don't know what happens next. We're waiting. None of us do. None of us. You do. know, yeah. it's crazy. I was in Florida at the very beginning of a month long tour. We just moved into this fantastic house in Fort Lauderdale. And we did one performance of a month-long month tour and everything collapsed. Bye-bye. It was just crazy, you know? Yeah, that's, that's the, the, the thing that I will say that has been interesting about everything grinding to a halt is that you get a very uh, unique opportunity to find out what's important to you. I think a lot of people in our industry, especially, um, because we're so used to unemployment, strangely enough, I think a lot of people are actually okay. You know, like mentally they're okay. Right. We're used to being like, you're not going to work for six months. So we knew, we as actors and artists and writers knew how to be unemployed. But also I think that we're starting to ask ourselves, 
what are we making? What do we want to make? What feels important? What we're getting time with our families that we never had before. Um, a lot of us have night jobs. And so the fact that we get to be home at night with our husbands and our kids, it, it's, it's been a really, it's been tough, but also a blessing for us. Absolutely. Well, I can't wait till this is over because I need a fix of your adorable son. <laughs> he, I was at his first birthday party. I know. And, and so then, we, didn't, we didn't get to. It, I it, know. We, we couldn't do anything. We, my husband baked, baked a cake and we ate it for the entire week. We ate that entire cake. Things that you would know. We are in full dad. Look at my face. We're in full dad bodmo. My hair is so long. We wear hats. We, the other thing that I will tell you, a little off topic, but I, why not? I haven't been wearing deodorant. I haven't been wearing my jewelry. I haven't been like, you think, this is what I'm talking about. Like you get to a point where you're like, oh, maybe all of the clothes that are in my closet, I wear the same thing every day. I am in sweats, dad shirts, this hat. It's like just all of the vanity that just collapses. God that I think is actually so good. Like just feeling like those are not important things. We can survive and we are really lucky that we get to have these closets and, and all the other luxuries. There are a lot of people. That are Amen. It's so true. Well, thank you so much for joining us you, and bro. coordinating this into your day. We love you. I love you both. If you're, if while you're home, you could binge watch your white people season three, Deontay. That'll right there. Please watch. <laughs> right. And we we love and appreciate you so much. Thank love you so much. much. Thanks for having we'll us. We'll see you soon. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Wow. So fun. So fun. They, they are the best. They are great. So um I was, you know, surfing Facebook or whatever, because that seems to be all that I do. And there was a video posted of a new song that was recorded, recorded by Maud Maggard, who I have not seen in years. She has one of the sweetest voices on the planet. I used to see her all the time, um, and but I just, I haven't seen her in years. And um, I know she had a baby girl, she's been busy. So I was so excited when this video popped up and it's this gorgeous song. And then I saw that, my friend Michelle Browerman wrote the music to it. So I was super excited. And then after our show last week, I got like a pitch email from their publicist asking if I would have them on the show. And I was like, aren't we something? We are, we get publicist requests now. I loved it. So That's I want to play this the video. <laughs> The video, the, the song is called While There Is Still Time. Um, I want to play it for everybody first, and then we're going to uh, have them on. They did this as a fundraiser for um, uh, an organization that really takes care of frontline workers all over the world. It's called Direct Relief. Um, and so first we're going to play the video, and then we're going to have the whole gang on. A poet of sorrow wrote three simple lines. A
Oh my God, that's so beautiful. Maud, you sound amazing. Just amazing. Can everybody hear? Can you hear? I can. I, I can kind of hear you. Okay. My sound is going in and out. Well, you sound oh, fantastic. But I'm assuming you're saying that you love the song and I do too, so. <laughs> Perfect. Hi, Michelle. Hi, <laughs> Hi, Christine. Hi, Maude. How are you guys? Thank you for being here. Where's Hillary? Hi, everybody. She's not backstage, I don't know. No, she was in the chat room, though. I so. think she's watching. I okay. think she's watching Hi. on Facebook. All right. Hi, <laughs> How did the idea so, for the song come about? How did the song come about? Hillary had read a poem. Actually, no, she'd heard a scientist who was dealing with COVID-19 quoting a poem by Philip Larkin and had those lines in it. Okay. Her brother take care of, be, uh, take care with each other. Yeah, anyway, she heard those lines and it inspired her to write the lyric and she gave me the lyric. And I loved it and um, and wrote the music and then um, 
we both thought we need to we need to use this for something. We want to put this in service of something. So we looked up direct relief and thought that it was they've been doing you know, remember when we had the wildfires here a few years ago? They were right out there helping people. They're a wonderful organization. So that's well, how the song came about. And then it's beautiful. Hillary said really like, beautiful. seemed to do a video. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hi. <laughs> Not very good. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, by the way, for having oh. us. I've been, I We're was watching because I was enjoying the show so much. And then I was like, oh, I your mouth, <laughs> Anyway. But and I think it was my idea that it should be Maud Maggart, no one else in the world to sing this song. Yes, she is my favorite, favorite singer for the last decade, if not a little longer. And uh, it was a thrill to know that Maud was, said yes. It really was. Wow. Yeah. And then did you create the video after it was recorded or? A little Yes, and um, I made sure that there were images from all over the world. There's Chinese images, some from Vietnam, from, from Spain, many from the United States and Canada, just to give it an international feel because Direct Relief is international. But it's just an amazing, amazing song. It doesn't matter what kind of video you make. If you don't have a great song, none of the bells and whistles are going to help it. But it was a great song. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing it and letting us share it with our viewers. And um, I, I have the, the website uh, for directrelief.org there on the screen. So um, uh, I hope everybody will, will support this. The organization I was reading about it today is the work that they do, like you said, and it's worldwide. So it's all inclusive and uh, uh, it's beautiful. Beautiful what you've done. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. So I'm wondering what Maud is up to next. <laughs> Come on, Maud, spell it. She's having she, Maud's having some audio problems, so she uh, can't hear us so great. So um, oh. I know. Is she doing a record with you? Not that I know of, but I'm open. Oh. <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> I, seem, I, I seem to have some free time at the moment. <laughs> oh, okay. David can hear. Can I? Let me hear on there. Okay. Live and in person. Here we are. Oh, there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's a big delay. Yeah. yeah, I'm behind. Yeah. So, anyway, my sink is behind, but now I can hear through listening to Facebook on the phone. So, <laughs> there's like a 20 second delay on Facebook. So, um, I don't think that's going to work so well. But I want to thank you all for thank joining you guys us. So much. And I hope you all stay healthy and safe and well. You too. And this is a beautiful project. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. <laughs> Lee, we're live. Robert. Wow. We're live. We're live. Listen. Unbelievable. This show, is, this show is put together and run all by Lee right there. He does all the controls and talks and, and you know, we call our friends, we get help. 
you know, but, but we, we're doing it all on our own. So thank you. And, you know, everyone's in their house and nobody, what I've learned so much, Lee, is that when you watch television, everyone is all figuring this out. You know, every talk show, we're all home. We're yeah. all trying to figure this out. So, yeah. so thank you for bearing wanna, with us. I want to give a special shout out to our good friend, Jonathan Hawkins and his company, The Muse Presents, because they really, they designed our logo and all this stuff. Our and opening. I, we couldn't do it without them. And so, yeah. And we've, um, uh, you can, obviously you're watching us uh, live, but those those videos on YouTube and Facebook Live stay there. So you can watch it or send your friends, which is great. Um, we've added a new virtual tip jar. So if you love the show and you wanna see it continue, since we're unemployed, um, you know, every penny helps. Um, they stay forever. You could submit them to the Emmy Academy for television. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, uh, right. Next week, as I said, we've got Laura Bell Bundy, who is one of the funniest people that I have ever met. Um, she's a Tony nominated Broadway star. She had a huge country music career. She is hysterical and has the, all these comedy videos out and whatnot. And she had uh, the coronavirus. Corona. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a new mom. She has, I think Huck is not even a year. Um, so that was scary. Um, and she's going to be with us for the whole show. And it's going to be fun for sure. Um, Good show. Yeah. So I told you that um, uh, tomorrow we're launching this In Good Company reunion. And I found a video this afternoon of the live concert of In Good Company which was done at the Ford Amphitheater here in Hollywood um, 15 years ago. <laughs> I look like a child, uh, but we're gonna, we're gonna send you off with just a, a portion of um, Bring Back Romance. Uh, it's, it's me and Anne Hampton Calloway. Um, thank you for watching. I hope everybody is healthy Be and safe. happy. Be thank safe. You, Matt, Matt, Chris, Michelle, Hillary, Maud. Chris, everyone that was uh, that was on today, and thank you, yeah. Lee. Yeah, thank you, Robert. And we will see you next Thursday. See you next Thursday, seven o'clock Eastern, four o'clock Pacific. Be safe, everybody. Have a great night. Bring back romance, soft conversation, and slow dance. Taking the time to listen and feel Giving our hearts another chance Bring back romance I dream of music that I've never heard Someone who's singing who means every word I am a man who longs to be stirred By someone with real soul I'm looking for someone to meet me halfway Someone who wants to savor every day And we'll discover all the ways to say Thank you.
giving our hearts another chance bring back romance I love sharing picnics by the sea hearing someone read me or holding hands, watching an old movie, and stealing a kiss in the back row. Give me a room that's lit with candlelight. Let's linger over champagne through the night, till gazing in each other's eyes invites the promise of warm passion.